folks. Uh, welcome to another episode of What's Happening COVID-19 in Education. Today I am joined by Solange Prudente, a teacher librarian from Guam. I've been privileged to work with Guam for the past five months with powerful learning practice and Cheryl Nesbaum Beach has um, led a very uh, interesting and very uh, practical and um, powerful learning experience for teachers teachers all across Guam and uh, I've got to know a little bit more about their little territory and uh, their culture and uh, Solange was gracious enough to take some time to share uh, how they're dealing with it both as a as an island uh, but also with education and um, and the challenges and opportunities that they're experiencing. So join me for another conversation with what's happening in COVID-19 and education. Well, welcome once again to another um, what's happening in the, in uh, education and COVID-19. And I am pleased to be joined today by Solange Prudente, a teacher librarian from Guam. Uh, Solange is somebody that I've worked with as part of my uh, work with uh, Powerful Learning Practice. And we've been working with Guam since January and moving along looking at all kinds of technology things and now we're in the middle of this and so uh, I just thought it'd be great to hear from you. So Solange, why don't you give us a little bit more of an introduction about uh, who you are and, and kind of what your role is there at uh, uh, Stumbo Elementary. Okay, so like you said, uh, I'm Solange Prudenti. I am a teacher librarian. I've been teaching for approximately 19 years. Uh, half of those have been at Stumbo. Uh, so my role right now is to, uh, because of the challenge that we're experiencing, is to work collaboratively with our teachers to find high quality online resources for our parents and students to access right away. Um, I also have a school library website that provides digital libraries so that kids can read ebooks for free. There's YouTube channels so that the kids can have read-alongs and read-alouds for our chapter book readers. And we also have interactive activities like Flipgrid, there's blogging, and there's uh, interactive websites that has them practice their library skills. So I am not a regular classroom teacher, but I do work with them closely, so I can share a little bit of what they're doing. So in the grade level, uh, the teachers in each school are working with grade level teachers from other schools uh, across the district to create these uh, weekly lesson plans that are focused on math, language, arts, and reading, and they are enrichment activities because pretty much the school year is done. And they're also working on character development lesson plans, so they're working closely with the school guidance counselor so that uh, the, they can address the students' socio-emotional uh, needs and the needs of the family. So we have that there. So that's what we're doing here. Uh, in addition to that, I work closely with Ms. Patubo, who is our gate teacher, and we update the school website regularly with information that's coming out of the public from our different agencies like Public Health and, and Guam DOE, et cetera, et cetera. And we started doing some, uh, we have our Instagram account, and we also have our uh, photo and video library that's um, showcasing the kids doing their distance learning activities. So that's really cool because you can see them learning online and offline and they're showcasing the projects and their activities. So it's a really nice thing to show that kids are still learning despite this challenge. Right. And so just uh, let's maybe uh, set the stage a little bit more for people who might not be familiar with um, Guam in terms of like the size and, and kind of just the the whole island experience through this so so as you think about this even you can take off your librarian hat for the moment just as a citizen 
what has been the, I mean, what is life like there? Because we hear about, I talked to somebody from Singapore and the idea of being an island country, you're not your country, but being an island has yeah. its advantages and disadvantages when it comes to this pandemic. So uh, just from that aspect of it, what's, what's life like on Guam right now? So we have slowed down quite a bit because, uh, you know, we're, we're staying indoors uh, as per our executive order from our governor. And uh, we tried to stay off the streets. So um, everything has slowed down. Businesses are, are shuttered. Uh, there's only essential businesses that are open, like the grocery stores and certain clinics, so forth and so on. So it's really slowed down. I think one of the bigger concerns, too, on our island, of course, is the fact that we're on an island and we're remote. So, you know, there's that issue with, are we able to get food supplies, medical supplies? Those right. are things that we are thinking about as citizens. Are we going to get these supplies? Because it's not like we can just drive to another state or another country. We're surrounded by water. So right. that's something that we think about. And then, so, and then as we transition to the education conversation and, and, you know, again, I think you I appreciate you're doing a lot of things already. What has been the message then from the, from the department of education in terms of what teachers are expected to do? Like what, what's just the overall messaging being like, if I'm a teacher, what am I supposed to, what am I expected to do from now on? Uh, the district leadership team has been working very closely with our school leadership teams to get uh, information out. They've been communicating and organizing so that we're kind of on the same path, right? So we have these enrichment activities because it, like we, I, said, uh, I said earlier, the school year has done, is done, it's closed, and we're ending off at third quarter. So uh, what we're focusing on now is just enrichment activities to continue the learning in uh, reading, language arts, math, and then of course character development. But on top of that, we also have our special programs uh, like uh, uh, English as uh, ESL and GATE and Tomorrow Studies. And then of course there's special education and they also have their distance learning packets that they're providing to the GDOE distance, lear uh, distance learning website and to, their, to the students directly. So we're uh, looking at just enrichment really. More than anything, mm -hmm. it's enrichment. Nothing to, to uh, too uh, difficult or too, uh, nothing new per se, because we can't, we, we don't do that. Uh, we don't do something new unless we've done it in the classroom with our kids face to face. So we're focusing on that really. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and well, and how, how are your kids as far as access goes? Because that's a big question. Everybody's talking about equity and who has the technology and who doesn't. So where, does, where do you guys feel you are in terms of that issue? So what we've been doing is, uh, and this is uh, something that uh, we do anyway, right? Uh, teachers are reaching out to the parents any way that we can, right? So they have been um, messaging them via a Messenger and Class Dojo and WhatsApp and email, and they're calling them and they're having Zoom meetings. So they're trying to find any and every way to reach out to their parents to communicate to them, hey, we have these resources, we have these activities, we have these lessons for the kids. But in addition to that, uh, we have also uh, uh, provided hard copy packets that we have at our school sites that are designated school sites that kids can go ahead and pick up if they are not able to get online, if they're not right. able to, if they don't have a device. 
So they have those, uh, those hard copy uh, activities that they can work with. Yeah, and I think, I, again, I think you paint the same picture that everybody's kind of, it's, it's pretty standard around the world. That's kind of what people are facing. Um, uh, I'm always curious to hear uh, what you have appreciated most in your position around the messaging from leadership around this time, because everybody's very tense and nervous and unsure of it. So it, it's so important that people communicate effectively around, you know, so can you just talk about like what's been the, that you're most grateful for as, as far as the way it's been, things have been communicated to you in terms of how this is all going to go? You know what I really appreciate from the department and from the district is uh, a lot of uh, flexibility and leeway because uh, they stopped the grading process at third quarter. That's going to be uh, essentially our second semester grading. So that took a lot of, of um, pressure off because now we have a little more flexibility in, in terms of, of what we're going to put out in our lesson plans. On top of that, uh, the organizing between the different uh, schools, having the teachers work together across schools and having our district instructional coaches kind of guide that process makes it a lot easier for us to be able to roll it out. Um, having the information presented uh, in multiple ways through websites and on TV and on radio, hey, we have these, uh, these, uh, these, uh, these sites up, we have this information ready, we have these packets out, please come and pick them up parents so that they know that we're, we're um, giving the, we're, we're doing all that we can to uh, continue the education, you know, to, to have that continuity of education. That's, uh, that's something that I really appreciate. Yeah, and, and, and all of They're still doing that because they're even uh, talking about uh, uh, having teachers go on television and, and doing lessons and activities that kids can just watch on TV so that they have that, that demonstration in front of them, modeling in front of them. Yeah, that, and that's, that is a very unique uh, thing, I think, for Guam, because again, as being an island, you have your own TV, which is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a generally a more accessible way for people to access that content. So uh, it's, it's great to yeah. know that you're using all of the resources that you have at your disposal. Um, one of the questions I always ask people is, you know, here you are working at home. It's a, it's a, it's a Friday. I, I guess it's good Friday there. Is it not too, right? I'm trying to think of <laughs> days are all blending together. Um, but what have you just as a, you know, again, um, an unusual thing as you're working, as you've been working at home these last few weeks, has anything sort of just hit you in a weird way? Like, oh, this is so weird that I'm doing this or activity that's happening around you just that feels so unusual and so surreal or different. So can you point to any kind of experience or moment or routine that, that has just been unusual for you and caught you in a, in a strange way? Hmm. You know, honestly, uh, just my day-to-day -day is interesting because you're isolated to the one space. So I live in a condo and we have a very large parking lot and I, I'm very shy. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I am very shy. So I have to run out there. I, you know, I need to run because I like running. So I run out there in the parking lot and that's unusual for me because now my neighbors are seeing me run and you know, I see them every day. So it feels a little awkward for me, but that's, I probably, I probably think would be the most, yeah. uh, unusual, uncomfortable situation. Um, as far as something new, I got to do screencasting 
And I know that's not something new in terms of technology, but for me, it wasn't new. Yeah, sure. So I was really excited when I got to do a screencast on how to use Flipgrid for my uh, parents. So I was pretty cool. excited about that. I posted that on my website. And no, and, and, and I, I appreciate you sharing that because I think this is a time for people to try. Like a lot of times when you talk about whether it's screencasting or whatever else, teachers are going, well, that's great. But like I've got 14 other things to do. And when would I get time to that? So I think we're, yes. we are starting to see teachers saying, oh, this might be the time I can play around with that and see if that works or doesn't. So there's well, probably a lot, of, a lot of very interesting learning that's, that's happening. So, no, I appreciate that. So just a couple more questions. Yeah. Uh, one question is what, um, you know, we've kind of determined that this is going to last for a couple more months, whatever it is. It's going to finish out the year. Um, and we don't know, you know, what the future holds, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what concerns do you have you know when you look ahead a little bit I know people are sort of managing day to day but but as you sort of step back and think well if this lasts this long here are the things that I'm really worried about like what is there anything that comes to mind that that makes you concerned about about something that maybe hasn't been addressed first things first of course my students and their families I hope that they're okay yeah. you know I don't want to return to school and find out you know some bad news that's initially my first thought of a concern uh, also, what are school years going to look like next school year? We didn't get to do a lot of what we needed to do in the fourth quarter. We had, uh, uh, we didn't cover fourth quarter skills. We didn't get to do the district-wide assessments. We didn't get to finish up uh, discussions on interventions for our students who are struggling. We didn't have our child study team meetings. You know, there's so many things that got put on hold because of this pandemic. And now we're going to go into the new school year. All the students have been promoted uh, and we're going into the new school year. We don't know what we're going to encounter or how we're going to interact with each other. This has really changed the dynamic of how we interact, not just with our faculty and our staff, but with our kids and our parents. So that's a big concern. What's our school, new school year going to look like? Yeah, yeah and lots of, and lots of, of course, those questions. One, yeah. Another thing that I think is a big concern, an, an immediate concern, of course, is um, being able to get a hold of all of our parents so that we can get, reach out to mm -hmm. all our students, especially our students who are at risk and our students right. who are marginalized. We can't, if we can't get a hold of them, even though our teachers are doing all that they can to try and get a hold of them, we can't we just can't so you know as much as we try that number there's going to be a number of people that we yeah. didn't get a hold of yeah and and of course we you know we just hope that, that they they manage this so my last question is um when you think though like what are you what good are you hoping comes out of this like what do you think about like you know this maybe has us thinking differently about this or that or you know, maybe when we do get back in the fall, I'll hope that we, something good comes out of this. So what, what is the good you hope comes out of this situation? Well, for one, you know, I really, uh, I just have to say it, our, the community spirit has really, uh, it really shows the community spirit because, uh, for example, we have a GDOE volunteer group that's printing 3D masks, right? And then we have our, our school meals program that's providing grab-and-go meals for our, our kids. doesn't matter if you're, um, uh, if you're a student from a private school or a public school or Dodea. They're, they're, um, they're providing meals for all students, right? So, and these are at designated sites. So that community spirit 
I, I really, I really appreciate the community spirit right now. And I'm hoping that um, that continues to develop and grow, even when we return to whatever normal is when we go back. You know, uh, one, another thing that I hope for is um, that the parents uh, really internalize the interaction that they're having with the kids, the meaningfulness of them being involved in their child's right. education, yeah. that they see that, that there's so much value that, that, that they really impact how uh, their kids learn. And um, that interaction, you know, that's something that the kids, they keep forever. They remember that. So I hope that they continue that and that um, develops into an even more uh, strengthened bond between the teacher and the parent when they're, we're talking about our, their kids in the future. Yeah, I, I And then of I course, hope... professional development. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh yeah, and professional development in remote learning because God forbid this ever happens again. We're prepared. Uh, we yeah. learn from what we did before and we do it better later, but hopefully we don't ever have to do this again yeah but you're you're right i mean we we may have to and and they're talking you know if this comes back in the fall like they say it could we may be here and hopefully we'll feel a little bit more comfortable in, in making that transition but no i love your points and i think that idea especially i think about uh the way that parents understand the challenges of education and like you said maybe uh, grow their relationship around what this means to learn and 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 have more empathy for teachers and also teachers having more empathy for parents right like because I know you know hear conversations about teachers being frustrated with with you know parents who just are saying like it's too much like back off and then you realize oh yeah I get I get it it's they're they're struggling with other areas and this isn't something that's being helpful right now even though that's the intent so that those relationships get better than I think yeah. we've, we've accomplished that so Anyway, I want to thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you taking the time, and I know it's a, like I said, I guess it's a, I guess it's a holiday, but we don't really know what it, what any day is. So thanks for doing this, Solange, and and we'll talk no, to you soon. Awesome. All right, thank you. Off Be a safe. day. Off a day. Be safe. Bye bye.